0: So, hi. This is Kristen Bartlett. I am a TV writer. I'm one of the co-head writers of Full Frontal with Samantha B. and I'm doing a podcast. And I am sorry, no one should be doing podcasts, especially right now. I feel like people are going through enough without another podcast, but I am doing it anyway because it's an excuse to call my mom and talk about something other than disinfecting our groceries. Mom's in North Carolina And I'm in New York, so we haven't been able to see each other because of the pandemic, and it really sucks. I love getting my mom on the phone because I love her, and also because she's really funny, but she doesn't know it. It's like that One Direction song. So a few weeks ago, General Hospital announced that it was coming back. It's one of the first narrative shows, maybe the first narrative show, to have new episodes during COVID. And I know this because as soon as it was announced, Mom let me know. See, she really loves General Hospital.
1: Wow. You want to hear something funny? Yeah. When I... I never watched General Hospital when I was young because uh, we always watched Days of Our Lives in Another World. Yeah. And they came on a different channel. And back then, you didn't DVR. You watched one or the other. Yeah. And so anyway, I uh, was... I had jury duty at... Um, uh the courthouse Mm -hmm. and everybody was watching general hospital luke and laura's wedding (laughs) and i got interested in it and and from then on i was working at blue ridge then and every day at three o'clock we'd go back So that did it. And then later on, I was able to record it, and we got DVR, but well, we got a Betamax or something. <laughs> <laughs> I got interested in it when I was working at Blue Ridge. That is
0: so funny. Well, I we don't have anything better to do, so we're going to watch this show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm telling you.
0: Okay, so I haven't watched General Hospital since I was a kid, when I was living at home. Um, I have no idea who anyone is, and I'm pretty sure the cast is like 50 people. It's very overwhelming. But I figured if anyone could help me understand it, it would be Mom. So I called her Monday night after watching my first episode. Hi, Kristen. Hey, Mom. How are you? I'm good.
1: How about you? I'm good. Have you watched General Hospital? No, I'll have to (laughs) wait till it's on prime time. Every day at two thirty Governor Cooper has a a news conference about the COVID and <laughs> today it was about the uh hurricane. And um so it interrupts general hospital and you only get hype of it. So I just wait and watch it on demand but they won't put it on until tonight. <laughs> so you've already seen it, haven't you? I just watched it. <laughs> That
0: doesn't mean we know what happened. What'd you say, Mom? What'd you say? Uh, Jason said, it doesn't mean that we know what happened.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they were having the court case, so I'll know soon enough. Yeah, so what was funny is that Laura looks good. Isn't it amazing? The longer that Luke stayed on there, the worse he looked. And Laura's been gone off of it and come
0: back two or three times, and she looks better every
1: time. <laughs> Jason was like,
0: because I said to I, Jason, didn't know, you know, I, I recognized Sonny and I recognized um, Laura. And then I rec- I recognized one of the quartermains, but I don't remember his name.
1: Uh, Ned.
0: Yeah, probably Ned.
1: Probably Ned, because he's he's been off and on it two or three times, and And he's back on it right now. Just about everybody else is different.
0: Yeah, everybody else is new, but Uh when I said, when Jason said, well, you know this more than I do, I was like, no, I don't. Like, I know the same amount that you did, Um, because I remember Sonny, and I remember Laura, um, and he was like, well, is that a different Laura? And I said, no, that's the same Laura.
1: Same Laura. She's been off and on it. Uh, she'd go off like she's going away, and she had to go into psychiatric treatment one time, and she has gone for a few years. But uh, every time they she comes apart, cutting back, it's
0: been her. So I shared that I was about to start watching General Hospital on Twitter, and my friend Brandon replied that we should make that a podcast. Which kind of seemed cute to me But also I knew that there was no way in hell That my mom would say yes Would you be interested in talking about General Hospital on a podcast?
1: I ain't talking about nothing on a podcast Kristen, I don't do stuff like that
0: But it would be funny If you wanted to try it It's not hard, it would just be a phone call
1: Oh, okay I wouldn't have to go on the computer No, you
0: wouldn't have to go on the computer We would set it up You would just have to call Do you want to do it?
1: Well, not now. No. Well, you haven't seen it. (laughs) Oh, you're talking about starting with
0: this show? Sure. So, I'm pretty sure I bullied my mom into doing this podcast with me, but the point is, she said yes. And I think we'll do it for a little while, until mom is over it, or maybe when we actually get to see each other again. I don't know. But here's our first episode. This is Talking GH With My Mom. (laughs) You ready? I'm ready if you're ready. So, first of all, I just want to check in and see um, how was your experience watching General Hospital this week?
1: Well, I've got to tell you, I was kind of disappointed because it was, I know that they had to catch up because it had been so long since you watched it. Yeah. But there really wasn't anything new that happened all week. Everything was just mostly a review.
0: Okay. Well, that was good for me because... You know
1: what
0: I, <laughs> I haven't watched but for some, me It was just old <laughs> it was old, like retreading, okay, so for me, it was like catching because i these were brand brand new stories for me, so I think it's uh-huh. I think it's been about twenty years since I've seen it. How did you think so this is one of the first shows back um on t v that um is it, it just back after Covid and filming with people in the same room, so like how is it different from what it was like before?
1: It didn't really look that different. Now, there are a lot of new... There were several new faces. The parts being played temporarily by somebody else. One of them was uh, the one that plays Sam McCall was being played by somebody different. Yeah. And the one that plays Brooklyn uh, was being played by somebody different. So I wondered if that was people that decided not to come back due to COVID. But... um, the way the actors wore and everything, it didn't look that much different. They even had a... I know that none of the young people were there, which
0: was... None of the kids were on it. Oh, sure. Well, that makes sense. They even had a kiss in the first episode. What? They even had a kiss in the first episode. Who was that? Um, it was Ned and the woman that he was with. Oh,
1: I didn't even remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I was, like, shocked. I was like, whoa, like
1: tested that morning. <laughs> they probably were. Actually they've probably been together so long on that show that they feel like family whether they are or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, so that's what it was this week on General Hospital. So these are the these are the big things that happened. The week okay. so the week started with Nell's custody case for her baby Wiley with Michael Corinthos, is that right? Right. So See, me jumping right into this, it looks as they're just trying to take this innocent woman's baby away.
1: Except yes. that she's <laughs> she tried to kill Michael, <laughs> uh, gave the baby uh, to um, other people to raise, traded it off. What? See, uh, she, when she realized she was going to lose custody, that mm-hmm. she, uh, she was going to jail, yeah. she gave her baby to... Uh, let I can't think of their names, but but it's uh, Bob Spencer's son that's the doctor. Okay, okay. To him and his partner, let them adopt the baby, and they thought they were adopting another baby that was really stillborn. Oh my There's God! You've got a lot of stories that you've got <laughs> to <catch up. laughs> So, so they raised that baby for uh, a year. With the one that's married to Michael that got married to help him get...
0: Uh, Willow. Who? Willow.
1: Willow, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember names. That's my old age problem. Well, no, no. We can but look up all anybody. the names. Willow gave her baby up for adoption because the father of the baby was trouble. And she was afraid he would get a hold of the baby. So she gave the little boy up for adoption. And the whole time... That he's been adopted, or that they were raising Michael's baby, she thought that was really her baby. That oh. She gave that. But her baby wasn't stillborn, but he had died shortly after birth. God. But at any rate, so there was, Nell was guilty of a baby switch. She was guilty of <laughs> trying to kill Michael. So it's kind of Got hard. It feel sympathy for but you know, know what's gonna happen what what's gonna happen <laughs> the baby that um no oh, i wish that i wrote down these names <laughs> so i can think of them when i'm talking to you
0: next week we'll uh, write down the names
1: the woman that testified that uh in the court that ruined her that
0: told- nina nina
1: nina okay nina had a baby that was taken from her when she was in a coma it's going to turn out that nails that baby.
0: <gasps> <laughs> so that is why they were like showing the like half, like the little broken heart necklace,
1: or whatever. Uh-huh. so each of but them. But has... one of them has seen the other one with it. Oh
0: my God! So,
1: <laughs> so that was the only thing that really was revealed this week. I thought it was pretty. I had kind of wondered what if they were leading up to that. But this is the first time they really showed it, and then I was just pure out disappointed with Jason's motorcycle wreck because this has to be at least the third traumatic brain injury he's had. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Your brain can keep going.
0: <laughs> so, th- so this week, I guess on Thursday, that's when he had his motorcycle accident. And Jason has been with the show for a very long time, and I recognize Jason. From back in nineteen ninety seven when I was watching. Yeah, it with but you. he's
1: been played different by different people in between.
0: But I missed all the middle people. <laughs> so to <laughs> me it has stayed the same.
1: Well Jason's had different people too.
0: Got but it. He's back. <laughs> so so Jason went into the motorcycle shop and mysteriously after going to the motorcycle shop he got into an accident.
1: Well, It's making you wonder. I had finally decided that the guy that runs the motorcycle shop was uh, above board, but now I'm wondering if he is on the the side of the drug dealer because he showed up at a... When he first showed up, I thought he was crooked, and then I decided he was okay. And now I'm wondering if he didn't mess up Jason's motorcycle.
0: It seemed like he may have. That's only what they were hinting to, and the reason why is because Cyrus came to see him...
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay.
0: So let's talk a little bit about Cyrus, because this, to me, was a new character. I don't remember him from when I was younger. He's
1: pretty new anyway. Okay,
0: got it. So he is in every scene.
1: Yeah, and, and he's evil.
0: <laughs> he really is. So he Cy- was in
1: prison when he first came on here. Got it. And he it, it referred to him running the drugs and uh, with... Um, the police commissioner, they were all working in the FBI. But either I wasn't watching it then. Yeah. because there was a file there that I didn't watch it. Yeah. Or it really is just referring back to it. And it didn't really happen on the show.
0: Got it. But
1: apparently he's just really, really crooked.
0: So he's evil and he is he's come to Port Charles and he is... Like, trying to get into everybody's business. And one of the biggest things that he's doing is try to, like, do a hostile takeover of General Hospital itself. uh uh-huh. And so everybody's upset about that. Right. So what do you think it'll mean if this evil guy is in charge of the hospital?
1: Well, I can't figure out why he wants the hospital unless he's wanting to, to launder his money or his drug money. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of what he wants. It. If he does that, then... It'll just be a long, drawn out plot. <laughs> <laughs> because most
0: hospitals are just barely, you know, keeping it together, so it doesn't seem like a very good investment for him to make.
1: It's not a good investment because the hospital's been in uh, financial trouble for quite a while. It's been, it was bailed out once or several times by the quarter mains, and right. the last time it was bailed out by the doctor that's engaged to Anna, He had some kind of, created some kind of drug that fought this strange disease Mm -hmm. and sold it for a lot of money. And he gave the money to the hospital to bail them out when it was about to go under that time.
0: Okay, got it. So now they're on, (laughs) they're on really thin ice. And the only answer might end up being this evil man who everybody hates. (laughs) Might be. (laughs) So Cyrus reminded me a little bit about like Stefano, like that sort of like all evil man. Stephanie from Days of Our Lives, which is what I remember a little bit more. And speaking of that, one of the characters that I remember from Days of Our Lives is Belle. And Belle is now playing Maxie on General Hospital. Right.
1: (laughs) She's probably been Maxie on General Hospital longer than she was Belle. That's been the two parts that she's played.
0: (laughs) I love her. I think she's great. I do, too. (laughs) But she ended the week in the hospital, and it seemed as though she might be pregnant.
1: Is pregnant. <laughs> they came back and told her. But, you know, they hinted at that before COVID. It, it was leading up to that. So that was just another story just Got finished it. out.
0: Have they, like, skipped ahead in terms of five months, or does it seem like it's still early in the year, or are they just not addressing that? Because then she would be five months pregnant.
1: I think they're just not addressing it. I think they're picking it up just like it happened yesterday. Got it. That they're skipping COVID. They're just
0: not worrying about it.
1: Mm-hmm. The only thing about it is her first kids are by good men, and this time she's tangled up with a crook. With,
0: a with Peter. Peter. So, who is Peter?
1: Peter is the, there was a, he's dead now, uh, but he was a really wicked person, the one that had uh, Jason kidnapped and locked away for is five years. Is that
0: Scorpio, and, or is that not?
1: No. Okay. Um,
0: Faison? phase on Great. So Faison he's is... dead now. He's dead. <laughs> they, of course, you
1: know, nobody ever really stays dead forever on
0: a side. Yeah, so Faison could come back at any moment. <laughs> so the things that we hit then, we hit that uh, this week, um, it was Nell's custody case, and that's not final, so we don't really know what's going to happen, but it kind of maybe seems like she's going to kidnap the baby.
1: Right, which she's already tried to do once before, and the uh, fake... Passport, passports and yeah. everything. The same guy got them for um,
0: Valentin or something?
1: Valentine.
0: Valentine. it. <laughs> because
1: she can blackmail him. <laughs> so now he's got her another set of fake passports. And it looks like Michael's probably going to get custody. And she's put a, a tracker in the kangaroo pouch and she's going to kidnap the baby. <laughs> And the baby is growing up so quick.
0: He's so cute. Yes. So she brought over like a toy, and okay. So let's talk about. I want to talk about Michael and Willow. So Michael is the father of the baby. He's married to this woman, Willow. I don't like Willow. Well,
1: Willow.
0: She seems very sickly sweet.
1: That's exactly it.
0: <laughs> and she annoyed me. I
1: was in love with the with the policeman? Okay. And Sasha and the policeman faked an affair because they knew that Willow was the best choice for Michael to get custody of the baby. Wow. But Sasha and Michael were really in love, and Willow and the policeman were really in love.
0: So which one is Sasha?
1: Sasha is the model for um, Deception. Yes. So
0: Deception is the cosmetics brand that Maxi works for. <laughs>
1: Right,
0: <laughs> and Crimson is the magazine, the women's magazine that Right, uh,
1: makes. used to work for. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a lot of catching up to do, and I can't remember the names, so I'm not much help.
0: But I honestly, with their faces. <laughs> I actually think that this is already filling in a lot of the dots for me on like what's happening, and I think it's not going to take long before I am caught.
1: It will not take long, and you'll be right up there with
0: me. So that's what's happening there. I got really annoyed with Willow. She really annoyed me. I don't care about her. And I'm going to, like, include...
1: Willow is sickening sweet. She's annoying. When you meet see Harmony, her mother, she was sort of raised in a cult. Oh, okay. And she had to break loose from it, so that's the most backbone she had was getting loose when she realized she was pregnant. Right. But that attitude that she's got is because of the way she was raised.
0: So she was raised by this cult, and so because of that, she's kind of passive? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then, you know what? That's already making... She's going to break loose one of these days. (laughs) You're hoping that Willow (laughs) breaks loose. So that happened... And then I think the final thing that we haven't talked about that happened, that was the biggest thing, was um, all week Sonny was making the decision about pulling the plug on his dad, Michael Corinthos, right?
1: Yeah, and where you haven't watched this, he wasted every opportunity because he didn't want to face it to talk with his dad about it. And then all of a sudden his dad was beyond capable of making a decision or even discussing it and he he was stuck with the decision whereas if he had just talked to his dad when everybody was telling him he needed to get all that stuff nailed down and he didn't want to deal with it so he wouldn't listen at him
0: so now it's too late and he had to make this really late and he has to do it and we don't know what his dad would have really wanted
1: his dad would have really wanted to go
0: well, then he ultimately made the right decision. Then, but it took all week. For him oh,
1: he he made the right decision. I mean, anybody knows that that's no life, and putting a feeding tube in is really awful. God. But
0: um, so you're basically telling me right now that you do not want to be resuscitated.
1: I do not want to be. <laughs> I can Great. tell you that. <laughs> Oh. But And there's no way in hell I want a feeding tube unless they say it's temporary.
0: <laughs> well, then we've handled the very difficult conversation that Sonny couldn't have with his
1: dad. Well, he could have had him over and over and he avoided it. <laughs> I don't feel real sorry for
0: so that took all week and he had dreams about whether or not it was the right thing to do. He wasn't sure. And so finally he's he's definitely pulled the plug. So then, uh-huh. so one of the things I want to talk about is that COVID absolutely has not come to the hospital. So isn't it weird seeing General Hospital and no one's wearing a mask?
1: No one's wearing a mask and it's not mentioned. <laughs> so we're living, <laughs> we're living in a world- they Just politely pretending like it didn't happen. <laughs>
0: Which I think I'm glad for, because I think it would be worse if it did. But at the same time, it's also really jarring to see a doctor without any PPE at all. <laughs> I
1: tell you what, though, if, if they were all running around talking about COVID, I think it would finish me for watching it. <laughs> because I just, I just do not want to be entertained by COVID. I, no. I, it's enough having to deal with
0: it. It's enough having to deal with it, and it's enough having to watch it on my show. <laughs>
1: back over the things that need to happen, but you watch General Hospital to be entertained.
0: You watch Samantha B to be informed. You watch General Hospital to just let things go for a while. To get
1: away from it.
0: <laughs> it was funny and jarring to see this hospital situation where the biggest thing that has happened is that Maxie has come in to get a pregnancy test that she just didn't really want.
1: She had done a home test three times and
0: just wouldn't
1: believe it. But can you imagine
0: going to the emergency room for a pregnancy test? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> so I, I, I'm getting it though, and I understand general hospital in this world, and I'm excited about it. Okay, so that's what happened this week at General Hospital, and now we're going to come to the part in the podcast when I asked you to explain something to me, and what I want you to explain to me is the nurses' ball.
1: I about the
0: nurses ball i kind of remember the nurses ball but i don't it's really know it's been going on for years
1: ever since aids first came out okay. and the nurses stone worked for sonny and was boyfriend with robin scorpio oh i remember robin and he got aids and ended up dying with it and the nurses' ball is a fundraiser for AIDS.
0: Oh, okay. So when was that? Was that the early
1: '90s? Kristen, don't ask me dates. <laughs> you have to look it up. Okay, I'll look it up. So, so when this, did they first start doing AIDS quilts and stuff like that?
0: Well, that would have been late '80s, early '90s. So, then yeah. that's
1: when it was. It, it was yeah. timely.
0: It was timely, when, and.
1: Yeah. With AIDS.
0: Uh-huh. And so now they continue to do this ball and it's still raising money for HIV AIDS?
1: Yes. Got it. And it's really they when they do it, the actors on General Hospital do skits and perform and sing and it's amazing the talent that that group's got. Really? Well, I kind, uh-huh. of, I
0: kind of do remember the Nurses Ball just a little bit, but only slightly. So it's a big to-do there. Uh-huh. But it's going to be coming up, I think, in a few weeks on the show.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're getting ready for it. They're gearing up for it. The talent's unreal with that, on that show now. Where the actors are different, a lot of them have changed. I, it may be different, but it's um it's funny to watch it because there's a lot of talent in that group.
0: So you like watching Nurses Ball because is it because it's funnier or is it because they, do they sing? Like what do they do? Yeah.
1: Usually there's comedy in it. Okay. And Lucy Coe usually ends up losing her dress in some form or fashion. She manages to get <laughs> end up on stage without something on. <laughs> And does Lucy, Lucy runs. That's sort of a tradition. That's very funny. So
0: Lucy runs Crimson, the magazine.
1: No, no, no. Nina runs Crimson, Lucy's Deception. Got it. Got it. Got it. Lucy's also a real estate agent and she handles the nurse's ball.
0: Got it. So that's coming up really soon and we're excited about it. And now I'm really excited about it because they keep mentioning the nurse's ball, but I just thought it was a dance. I didn't think that it was like going to be a performance.
1: No, it's performance, and even in the past, especially last year when it was the 50th anniversary, a lot of the old actors would show up in appearances or cameos or something. Oh, cool! So it was, it was really interesting.
0: Well, I really wonder how they're going to do it now since there are so many more rules. God
1: knows.
0: <laughs> but I think it'll be cool. If it's probably
1: think. why they sort of the planning sort of slowed down because I, they're probably trying to figure out how to handle it.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see it when it happens. So then the final thing that we want to talk about is what do we think is going to happen next week on General Hospital?
1: Well, Carly's going to have to make a decision about Jason.
0: Right. So for people who don't know, based on the fact that Sonny was having this really difficult decision about what to do with his dad, Jason was inspired to give Carly his power of attorney. And is Carly his former wife, like his ex-wife? is their relationship... Carly
1: and Jason have been best friends, I don't think in the time of the show that they've ever been together as boyfriend or, um, or I know they've not been married, okay. but uh, they've been best friends. Got it. And when Carly had her first baby, she had postpartum depression. And that's how Jason is so close to Michael because he practically raised Michael during part of that time. Got it. And I'm not sure if Jason told Carly that he wanted her to make the decision because he didn't think that Sam uh, could do it, knowing that he was Danny's father. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't really figure that out because before, when he was in the coma, before Sam couldn't do it, so it might bring that up. I don't know. She she wouldn't make the decision. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, she wouldn't give in for him to be disconnected, you
0: ended up being good since he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> so he's had many comas. So that, I kind of wonder if Carly will, too.
1: Because
0: <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was weird. Carly
1: might be quick done, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was weird that his, like, whole take out of this is that I need a power of attorney now. But it sounds like it's something that he has needed for a while. So
1: <laughs> yes. it makes sense. And then it... The, I'm surprised in his line of work he hadn't
0: had it. <laughs> right, and his line of work is that he's a hitman, right?
1: Yes. Okay, got it.
0: So every hitman needs a power of attorney. A power of attorney. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay, so he's going to have to make that decision. He's in the coma. We don't know. I, I think he's going to come out of it.
1: I think so, too.
0: But I do think it's like a very... If they wanted to, it's a very tricky and sneaky way to, like, draw his story out in the time of COVID because he can just be in that hospital bed. (laughs) Which he
1: has. But, you know, everybody on that show, at least four or five of them, have been in a coma for months and months and months. And Dante's been in that WSB psychiatric hospital for years. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so let's talk about that. With nothing being mentioned of him except this is the first time his face has been shown. He's been just referred to by name.
0: Okay, so let's talk about that really quickly. So WSB is a psychiatric hospital in Switzerland. And is this the place where everybody who needs psychiatric help, that's where they go?
1: No, this is some place that the WSB put uh, Dante because of his special needs. He's been programmed to kill somebody. And he, he doesn't know when it will come out. And that's the reason he turned himself over to for
0: treatment. Well, what I think is very interesting is that, like, every time they cut to him at this facility, it's just him alone in a dark room um, with a bed, and he's sweating, and he has a little pencil
1: which, a big old pan. and a very big legal pad. So that's that's the. the, the psychiatric... And he wrote a letter to his mom and stuck it in the bottom of his bed. I guess he figured somebody'd find it if something
0: happened. To him. God, but I love that this this is the psychiatric care and treatment that they're giving this person is just to keep him alone in isolation with a legal pad <laughs> and a very sharp pencil.
1: Because <laughs> someone else. Well, has... Did you see the visit by the psychiatrist uh, Friday? I kind of, I think I might have missed it. Okay. He, he pretty the psychiatrist pretty much hinted that Dante is not going along with all the treatment that they want to give him. Okay. And that Dante told him that when he had a time bomb in his head that could go off at any time, he wasn't risking his family and uh, innocent people. Yes. Because he didn't really know what could happen. So he's it looks okay. like he's he's chose to be in that room and refusing treatment.
0: Got it. So he's just trying to keep himself away from people. Uh, the thing about soaps is I think you can half pay attention sometimes, and I will, like, uh, when I- I'm not interested in Dante in the isolation room at all, so that is usually when I check my phone.
1: <laughs> well, quite frankly, I read through it, and I have most of this week, and that's the reason I have trouble remembering <laughs> So what are you... I glance up at the face and I know who they are, but I don't hear their names. <laughs> <laughs> so what are... it's, it's hard not to read through it whenever it's a redundant... When they're
0: patching people up. So so what are you reading right now?
1: Kristen, you always ask hard questions. I'm sorry. I just read, I just read romance stories. I don't I know, pay the name any attention. What book is it, though? Okay, it's The Wedding Band, and it's written by Kara... Okay, and
0: so what's the wedding band about?
1: So far, it's about this woman who is her parents, one parent is a big band singer, and her mother is suffering from Alzheimer's, and she's a former war correspondent or whatever, and she's treading the road between the two professions. She sings with the band, and she's trying to write the biography of her mom. Okay.
0: And
1: I've not read, but uh, oh, maybe 30% of it, so that's as far as I've got.
0: Mom, the fact that you are managing this storyline along with General Hospital Storyline.
1: <laughs> I even get my books mixed up so
0: <laughs> quick. This is a lot. It's a lot, but I, I'm impressed the fact that you know like exactly what's going on, even if you don't know the names of them, because I don't know the names, I think I just learned Dante's name from you, because they didn't say, hey, Dante... <laughs> <laughs> he was just alone in this room so I'm impressed in general and so, so we know next week there's a lot of news to come we, we, I think we're going to have more information about the nurse's ball we're going to, Carly's going to have to make her decision and do you think there's anything we're going to find out more about the pregnancy too about Maxie's pregnancy
1: yeah, it, I'm wondering if she's going to decide not to keep the baby do you think
0: General Hospital would go there?
1: That's what I don't know. They've never done it before. They've lost babies. Right. But they've never... uh, They've never had an uh, abortion. But, you know, they actually did something that I've never seen on another soap. They had uh, Bobby uh, Spencer's little girl was killed in an accident and donated her heart to Maxie. Yes. And that's the first time that I've ever seen that on a storyline. Yeah, I remember. But usually they don't kill off kids. They just grow them up real quick. <laughs> I know.
0: I remember that storyline really well because I think that that was happening. I mean, I was a kid when that was happening. So, like, I remember uh, watching that with you. So, they,
1: they could go there. I just
0: don't know. Okay, cool. So, that's going to happen next week. We're going to find out about the pregnancy. So, with Maxie... Like, they've never had an abortion on the show before, but the reason why we think that they could is because it kind of ended on this note where one of the people who was at the hospital, was she a nurse? Who was she?
1: Which one? The woman who... The told, one with Maxie? Yeah. That is Dante's ex-wife. And again, I can't think
0: of her name. We're going to... You know what? For the next week, I'm going to have flashcards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> next week, I'm going to have the show pulled up. And the, when I see their face, I'll, I, sometimes I can... Think of their name. Anyway, it's Dante's ex-wife.
0: So Dante's ex-wife was telling Maxie, "This is your body, your choice." Which I, uh, I was surprised by that too, because I feel like a lot of people who watch General Hospital are probably people who are not pro-choice. <laughs> they're,
1: <laughs> they're probably people. Who, I think so too. Yeah. And but see now, uh, General Hospital has had a, a, a gay couple adopt
0: uh, Michael, who uh, was taken away
1: from Michael's her. baby. Yeah. And. Uh, Wow. That, so they they're they're doing things a little more progressive. That's cool. So they might do an abortion. I don't know.
0: What do you want Maxie to do? What What do you think? Well, she... I
1: don't care. It's her choice. <laughs> I would hate to have Peter's baby. I'll tell you that. So if it were your, <laughs> she thinks he's all of it. She don't realize how crooked he is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: got it. Got it. Got it. So it's it's Maxie's choice. But if it were your choice, you would definitely end that pregnancy. <laughs>
1: I never got pregnant, my please <laughs> Got it.
0: You would have made better decisions all around. So <laughs> hindsight's always
1: twenty-twenty.
0: <20/20. laughs> so those are the things but. that we think will happen in um, next week. Is there anything that we left out? I can't think of anything. And then I think we really touched on all of General Hospital. We really covered think. the show. <laughs> okay, cool. So next week we're going to watch it again. I think we're going to have a lot more information to go on. I think that. Um, I think I'm excited to see where it goes.
1: Before we talk next week, I will definitely have me a list of names so that I <laughs> will say, well, you know who you are?
0: That sounds good. Okay. All right. I love you, Mom. Love you. Talk to you soon.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.